for the latest news in world football. Plus, hear new music from an up-and-coming artist every week. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk footy. Hello and welcome to Footy Tunes. It is match day one in the English Premier League. We're going to be reviewing all the week's top matches and taking a look ahead to the rest of the Premier League season and also looking ahead to the La Liga season starting next week. Our musical artist this week is Quick. That's Q-W-Y-K. Uh, he's a hip-hop artist based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Please welcome here in studio today, Will Robinson. Hello, everyone. And Stephen Hatfield. How you doing? Good. How's it going? I'm doing good, man. Glad that the uh, Premier League's back and looking forward to La Liga coming in next week. All right. All right, we're going to start with the main match of the day, Chelsea and Manchester United. It was, uh, depending on who you support, it was rough or amazing. Uh, we have one Chelsea and one Manchester United guy in the studio today. All right, highs and lows for both teams. Let's go with Manchester United first. There's probably a lot more highs there. What did uh, <laughs> what did you like today? What did you like to see? Uh, defensively, looks like we finally solved our issue. Yeah, you got a couple new players, uh, Harry Maguire and Juan Bissaka coming in on, uh, on transfers. Yeah, uh, we'll see about the Maguire fee, but... If he yeah. keeps like this, I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot, but uh, I don't know. Like you were saying earlier, there's there's not many defenders available that we're going to be able to be like the one leading guy in your back line. No, you're going to have to pay something like that to get one of the top guys. Especially, uh, you have to get English players to kind of keep the quota on the team. At right, right. I mean, you, you're going to end up overpaying. There's not many good English defenders out there. Mm-hmm. And sticking with your back line, Juan Basaka was probably one of like the standout guys today. He <laughs> yeah, looked really good yeah. getting up and down the pitch. And yeah, he, I, I can't believe he's twenty-one. I know. I mean, yeah, he's young too. Strong, composed, fast. It. I, I think he'll be our best signing. Uh huh. We'll have him for hopefully a long time yeah, to come. Yeah, hopefully a long time. Well, what were the uh, well, where do, uh, <laughs> where do you start? Where, where it went wrong with Chelsea today? Um, just, we all knew going into this, this was going to be a challenge. This was going to be mm-hmm. the ban, you know, Frank Lampard, great, you know, great person, but right. is he going to make a good manager? We don't know yet. It's only time's going to really tell, but, um, it was just, you could tell the nerves. This was an, an inexperienced side. You could see it. Um, the talent's there, but it's just, it's going to take time for them to get, for a lot of those younger guys to get adjusted to the Premier League. Cause like you could see they had ideas, but it's just the passes were a little off. and mm-hmm. Yeah, they gave a lot of balls away in the midfield and stuff. <laughs> and then like. especially in the back, like, that was probably... Kurt Zuma was horrible. That I think was... that's the worst I've ever seen him play. I know. <laughs> that was... Um... I mean, from he almost gave away the one goal early in the first half on just, like, a ridiculous pass across the box. And then, obviously, the clumsy tackle that led to the first goal. But yeah. I think that first mistake is... I think that just killed him for the rest of the game. You uh-huh. could kind of see it, like... Because you can see it with younger defenders. Well, he's not that young. He's old enough. Yeah, yeah he should know better. So that's that's also a frustrating thing. But right. um, that's just... that I think as soon as we conceded probably the second goal, I, I saw it. I was like, okay, I think this is... They're done. That was I was surprised that they got rid of David Luiz at the very end because they're three defenders now. While 
are Christensen and Zuma can be very good, are all really young. They don't have any like experience at center back anymore. So with the David Luiz thing, I'm kind of split. Yes, he has his moments. Yeah. Where he can, you know, it's 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 hit or miss with him. I've uh-huh. always said this. He has some he has some games where he can just be brilliant. I wouldn't say world class, but definitely a man of the match defense wise performance. Mm-hmm. And then he has those matches where it's just what just happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's playing in the midfield most of the time and, and it's not exactly. tracking anybody. Yeah. And um for Frank Lampard to say he was his fourth he was gonna be his fourth choice, I get uh-huh. it, you know, that's no one wants to hear that. No one wants to <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> but what frustrated me was two things. One, at least for the at least for the half of the season, at least hang around, try and fight for your spot. And after a game like today, he Frank Lampard could have said, "You know what? Right? Maybe I should start him." <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh huh. And the other frustrating part is he went to Arsenal. Yeah, right. He, League rivals. He could have gone if he left the country. I'm like, okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But yeah, it's just I don't know. It's uh, defensively, it is going to be challenging, and it just well all across the park, but. Hopefully, Antonio Rudiger, I know he's slowly getting back. Mm-hmm. That'll be a boost. And I think whoever he's with, whether it's Christensen or Zuma, I think that'll help out a lot. Right, right. But, um, yeah, like I said, it's it's going to be a long season. Yeah, yeah. If you had to pick one team that can actually go up against City and Liverpool, who do you think the has the best squad, the best chance to do it? Ooh, that's a good one. Um <laughs> I mean, you'd still have to go with Tottenham at this point. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I was the same thing. I was like, realistically, <laughs> I mean, they definitely wouldn't get ran off the park. That's for certain. I'd say they mm-hmm. put up at least maybe at best a draw. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a 1-1. Yeah, at least. Or eh, it is City and Liverpool. So I'd say 2-2 at best. But uh-huh. I'd say draw is probably the best they could get out of those matches. Yeah. Tottenham. Tottenham's going to be interesting, too. They... uh playing in their new stadium and everything. Have a whole like new mojo and stuff. Pochettino stayed. They got like finally bought players in Dombele <laughs> and uh, who else? Lo Celso. Lo Celso, that's who it was. And Sessignon, but uh-huh. he probably won't. But you It'll know, it's not get much. But you know, it's funny, we're laughing about that. But funny enough, they finished fourth and they got to a Champions League final. Right. And, and if you no think, one thought they were And when you think about that, it's like, you know, had like, like last summer, had they at least brought in maybe another mid. In fact, no, no, we'll say this. They made the purchases that they made this summer. Had they done that last summer? Who knows how that, how that could have worked out? Uh-huh. Yeah, they knocked City out of Champions League, though, right? Mm-hmm. They did. So yeah, yeah. And they like they were struggling for the first half of their first game. They were down for most of the game against Villa, but uh, came back and like second half looked really, really good. And they didn't even have Son or De La Alli or anyone wow. anyone back yet. Uh, so yeah, Ndombele got a goal his first game out there. I think that's going to be a great signing for him. And Lacelso, uh, I don't even know if he played. If he did, he came off the bench. I definitely knew about Ndombele for a little bit. I followed, I dabbled in the league on for a little bit. But yeah, uh-huh. so I, mean, I was like, okay, whoever gets him, you know, La Liga, Premier League, Bundesliga, mm-hmm. they've got a player. Yeah. Did Arsenal finally spend enough money <laughs> to be able to compete uh, realistically in matches against the top six? No. <laughs> That's a direct no. <laughs> Straight <statement>. no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, what, you want to elaborate? <laughs> um, well, what's been their biggest issue for years? Uh, it's their defense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like defensively, they've been awful. Yeah. And then to let, I mean, you let your captain go. Mm-hmm. Then to you only well you get I mean, tyranny from yeah. Celtic, but he, you know that's 
coming from the Scottish Premier League, you don't know how that's going to translate. Right, and then you right. get Louise, who we said before is yeah. wildly kind of inconsistent. Yeah, he's a liability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as bringing that in to be your new quote unquote back line. I mean, that's, they're just, uh-huh. they solve nothing defensively. And they spent in the 80 millions for Pepe and all, all this offensive firepower that maybe they, they probably had already. They probably could have saved some money and kept a Wobie, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm sure their fan base wanted some like, big name signings after so many years of not getting anything. So I don't know if, if Unai Emery was just kind of trying to appease them. Yeah, just appease the Arsenal fans I mean, a little bit, you know. Not bashing the Pepe, but yeah, we'll have to need. see how he how he does <laughs> in, in the Premier League too. You said you uh, were into league a little bit. Did you did you watch him play at all? I didn't get a chance to catch it uh, catch him this season, but I've heard great things. And just um, this is my rule with any. Premier League debutante. I give them 18 months or season and a half because okay. it's tough to, it's not the easiest league to adjust to. Right. But so I, I figure, okay, because you, you've seen it. Some players, like the first few games, they just take off running. Mm-hmm. Then midway through the season, they kind of fall off and then they kind of get back up. And then some, they just have a poor start. So, like I said, I, I mean, I'm not an Arsenal fan, but I will say this though. <laughs> I just, I'll keep an eye out on him and see how it works out. I mean, and yeah. he's what? Well, he's relative, 24. So that's, well, Mm, not young, young, but definitely not old either. Yeah, so yeah. he's he's kind of, he's in a good spot to come to the Premier League, but um, it's just one of those things you'll have to keep an eye out on. Mm-hmm. So generally, I don't think we're we're saying they're probably not competing in in the against the top teams. Exactly. But back to the yeah. defense part, like uh-huh. um, <laughs> they didn't really make any improvements, and then you got to keep this in mind. So and, okay, so Mustafi, that's someone. Well, they can <laughs> they can actually still offload him. Uh, yeah, because. The, the window is shut for the Premier League to, to um, buy, but not mm-hmm. sell. Right. But let's say they don't get rid of Mustafi, and let's say Socrates, he gets suspended, he gets injured. Mm-hmm. You've got Mustafi and David Luiz as a, bat, as, as, as a <laughs> center back pairing. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it, it, no one's going to be tracking any runs anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so it's go. just, it, to, it, I'd say, again, offensively, yes, they, they, they got, um, they got some firepower. They've made themselves top heavy now, but defensively, it's yeah, it's gonna be rough for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only way they'll ever have a chance of competing is if their offense just firing on all cylinders. Right. I mean, they have to be connecting like City's offense does, and even I think we can agree <laughs> that's not like in the in their future necessarily uh, anytime soon. No, <laughs> no. I want a team from each of you that you think will overachieve this year that is normally like a mid-table team who you could think could probably maybe get into like a Europa League spot or something like that Ooh, this is a good one um honestly I'd have to go with Wolves Wolves uh, absolutely it just um you saw what they did last season then this mm-hmm. window they didn't go see this is what I like they didn't go crazy and just start buying everyone under the sun they bought right. they got Jimenez who exactly. made their season last season yeah mm-hmm. yeah they managed to bring in a few players but I think I think they'll they could be the team because playing get you know, they're not an easy team to play against. They get, they can give your top, you know, your top four, top six sides a run for their money. Mm-hmm. So I the think, tough part for them now is going to be uh, how they uh, adjust to having European play as well. Oh um, yeah, that's right. It's going to be a first for them. And well, maybe not a first, but a first in a long time, you know, your team has to be a lot deeper for that. I think they have probably enough to maybe still get in. 
And that's what, like I said, that's what I liked about their, their spending. They, right. what they did this summer, they, they knew that they were going to need a little bit of depth. So they didn't go crazy with it. Like, I don't know, like um, Fulham did last year or Aston Villa mm-hmm. this Aston, year. Yeah, Aston Villa went definitely crazy with, uh, with their spending. Like oh, over yeah. $100 million or something like that. That's insane. Yeah. Um, Steven? <laughs> uh, I'll go a little, well, kind of an outside. I think uh, might have to watch out for Leicester. Lester, yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. not really much of an outsider, realistically. I mean, I, I just, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, ever since they won the league, they kind of dropped. Well, of course, they dropped off, but they'd been kind of that mid-table back mm-hmm. to what. And realistically, I was going to say Leicester City, but you know, <laughs> but realistically, that what the last second half of the season, once they brought in Brendan Rodgers, you could see. I was like, okay, they look like they're picking up steam, and then they managed to secure that kid from uh, Monaco on a permanent deal. Uh, yeah, Tielemans, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so. They, yeah, they, they don't look too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We picked up uh, Jose Perez from uh, Newcastle right. too, and he had a he had a great season mm-hmm. for Newcastle last year. Yeah, I think <laughs> as much of a joke as he can be, Rogers is not a he's not a bad coach. Yeah, uh, whether or not he can lead to the very top, that's another thing. But I think he can do well enough with the squad to at least bring him to. He's at the right club for that. I think yeah. he's mm-hmm. at a club where it's his level. <laughs> no, 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 dis, no disrespect to him, but just that's kind of his level where he can. The expectations aren't a Liverpool or a City or you know any of the top sides. That's that's a side. That's that's his level. That's um, every manager just has that. They have their cl- their level of clubs <laughs> where they they're at their best. Like Roy Hodgson, for example, he was mm-hmm. great at clubs like Fulham. Then he goes to Liverpool, doesn't do well, gets Crystal Palace, which when I knew, I told myself, I was like, I bet you he's going to do okay and. Look where they're at. They're still yeah. up there. And it's just, like I said, so for Brendan Rodgers, that's his level of club. I think he'll probably do well. I talk like I really don't want to be here. I walk like I really got nowhere to go. I dress like I've been dressing all week. I guess I prefer to keep it on the low. Give me wise to give your mind to your Welcome back to everyone. You're listening to Quick. Uh, that's Q-W-Y-K, all caps. Uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, he's a Charlotte-based hip-hop artist. Um, you can listen to him on Spotify or wherever you like to listen to music. This track is called Woes from his latest release. We'll be featuring a full track of his at the end of the show, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Now, uh, let's get back to football. We got to see our first uh, VAR. This would be an interesting talking point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just in general, VAR coming to England, uh, good decision, bad decision. Okay. I'm for it. I really am. It's just, I want fans to kind of just, and I know I've, I've read comments on social media, news pages, just calm down. You introduce <laughs> anything new process product, mm-hmm. you're going to have problems. Um, it's, it's not going to. It's not gonna hit the ground running immediately. Now, um, is it like, is it the weight? Is that what everyone's comp- like? Well, I, I, I honestly don't get the uh, the points against it very much. Yeah. So, okay, so the city game. I, I was watching that, mm-hmm. and um, that, that was, was. I mean, even after VAR, that was like, wow, is your armpit offside? Does that count? You know. Well, but, see, <laughs> and that's another thing. So, like I said, this is gonna this is gonna take time. I will say this though, it's not as bad as the women's World Cup where they just overused it. Yeah, they really did. But um. Like I said, for those things, like personally, and I think this is what the Premier League is gearing toward for anything that could, in you know, could 
affect the game. You know, we're mm-hmm. talking like sending offs, the offside goals, the penalties. By the way, did anyone see that penalty retake? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. okay. I, I, I talked with a gentleman earlier today um, watching the Chelsea game at um, uh, Chelsea Bar, Queen City Blues. But um, oh, we nice. talked about that, the, um, the encroachment rule. So, yes, that's a rule. And if that happens, you know, anytime that happens, you have to retake it. Mm-hmm. And I think what a lot of people don't like about it is, okay, so Aguero missed that penalty. Right. So that was like, oh, okay, it's encroachment, so you retake it. Mm-hmm. As long as it goes both ways, let's say if someone makes a goal, whether they make it or miss it, and someone happened to encroach or, you know, the keeper, about, I, I don't think, I don't know if they're going to enforce that rule like they did in the World, uh, Women's World Cup if right. they jump off the line. Mm-hmm. But regardless, if there's some type of violation, then it has to be retaken, whether they scored or not. As long as you keep that straight across, you know, straight, straight across the board, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Will that happen, though? The lack of consistency <laughs> in yeah. some of these refs. I'm calling out Mike Dean because he was one of my personal <laughs> least favorites. I can't stand the guy. Um, what are you going to say? Yeah, I mean, the consistency is the big thing with the VAR. Mm-hmm. You saw some stuff at the Women's World Cup, it's especially with like handballs in the box. I mean, that they're going to have to figure out how to get that more consistent. Right. The whether natural motion or position of the arm. Because mm-hmm. you see some, you're like, yes. I mean, that's like. How are you going to avoid Like, that, how yeah. can you avoid Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it's going to be tough for them to keep consistent on yeah, like really. those kind of calls. Yeah. We'll just have to see, like, which, I guess. Any game, you have to take into account who's refereeing the match, but um, they do have to across the whole Premier League board have some level of consistency on that. And it, I don't, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing that happening. <laughs> They're gonna um, have to kind of set precedences. Yeah, yeah. That they'll have to follow. I think. And Pep was talking, Pep Guardiola, in the interview after the City game about like the emotional effect it has on players when they think they scored a goal and stuff like that, and how like. Now, when you score, like if there's any question, do you even celebrate anymore? Like, do you, <laughs> how far does it go to where you're like, I don't know. Like, and I guess as far as momentum, that's always going to change. If, if as long as if you get a goal taken away, you're always going to get screwed there. As far as your momentum going forward in the game, your overall, uh, I don't know, feeling towards the game. I see what he's saying. I get it, but at the same time, bringing up today's game as much as I hate to. Those goals were pretty clear. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, you couldn't really do anything with that. But those offside goals, I mean, that's, I can see where that's going to be a problem. But like I said, you know, this, is, this is what fans have been wanting. They want, because how many goals have we seen that we know were offside? Mm-hmm. Shoot, I can think of several. Right. And we've, you know, and, and you know, everyone will talk about that for days. That was offside. That was offside. This was that. So we have the technology. I mean, yes, I mean, it's, they've. It, maybe they're going a little too far with the, you're talking centimeters, millimeters, mm-hmm. but we have the technology. It's yeah. there. And it's like, what more do you want? Mm-hmm. And honestly, as uh, I, someone on ESPN FC was talking about this the other day, like even if it takes three minutes and you have to wait, it'd be like, wouldn't it, doesn't it make more sense to get the call right and to have to exactly. wait a little bit more, you know? And to be fair, if, at least the, for, from what I saw at the VR, VAR calls from the city uh, match, it was relatively quick. It wasn't as, like I said, it was much better than Women's World Cup, where it just seemed like it really did just take over the game. Mm-hmm. But exactly, as long as as long as the calls are right, I'm okay with it. Yeah. All right, the La Liga season starts next week. Um, let's just talk about the the big three, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, and FC Barcelona. Who had the best transfer window? They all made big money signings like very big money signings um who who came out on top 
Wow, that's a tough one because, like you said, they made some. All three of those clubs made some serious signings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, like it, it, it is pretty tough. Like um, Madrid bought enough players. To, I mean, should make their team. I mean, greatly improve them. But yeah, I don't think it's enough to really be able to compete with the other two. So even though I think they had the best window, mm-hmm. I think Atletico probably. We'll do did them, in La Liga. Yeah, I think they did the most to help improve because Jao Felix just looks He's looked nuts. really good. Looks <laughs> apart. He yeah. really is. Um, I was a little, was a little weary of that, yeah, especially that price tag. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, yeah, wow. That was a lot. 140 the season hasn't yet. But, I mean, he's looking good in preseason. As we all know, preseason's much different than regular season. But I think he's got the right support system to kind of help him stay focused. And not, you know, because he was he, 19? Yeah. That's got to be incredibly overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. You, you put this 19-year-old kid on this crazy contract. And, of course, when something goes wrong, especially with these younger players, they can easily just, they, they just go. They're, they're, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, fortunately, in La Liga, let's be real, <laughs> for those three clubs, until they see each other, it's pretty much it's cakewalk. <laughs> yeah. So, Maybe clubs like Valencia, Bilbao, right. depending on the seasons they're having, they could be dangerous. But I mean, it's yeah, they're dangerous to get to Europa. But that's <laughs> right. Uh, that's a definitely top three. And mm-hmm. I'm still skeptical about the Griezmann signing for Barcelona and whether that was really the move they needed to be making. He's like I don't know, 28, 29, approaching his 30s. Luis Suarez maybe has a season or two left in him before they offload him somewhere. Um, I thought they would have gone for like a, a bigger center forward type, like number nine player, um, rather than someone who can play on the wings and kind of plays as a number ten sometimes and isn't isn't really a striker, you know? Yeah, I think that deal kind of. It's almost like it, they had to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, as I was gonna say, it pretty well favored Atletico there. Uh huh. Get rid of a older player who you know they had to focus a lot on just because he was a star player. Yeah, he was kind and of. They a still diva. got a, yeah. yeah, and they still got a good chunk of change out of it. So right, which then funded Jeff Felix going there. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that was a pretty good trade up. Yeah, but I agree with you with Barcelona. I don't think they really did enough um, because that's an aging squad. When it you is. look at it, uh-huh. you've got Messi, you've got uh, Suarez, PK. Although defenders center backs they can kind of go a little bit longer but still for like Suarez and Messi yeah you definitely need a little bit of youth up there yeah we've seen their age late in the season when they lose those uh those Champions <laughs> oh, League yes. uh, games when they're up by three four goals so uh <laughs> yeah youth is what they needed Frankie Dion was a good pickup we'll see how he does but uh yeah I, I agree with you they should have done more on on the forward line especially knowing that uh Usman Dembélé can't stay healthy for more than a couple <laughs> weeks at a time and and Malcolm's now gone to Zenit too. So. Uh, yeah so you know I don't know if I were I would have tried to at least hold on to Malcolm for another season. I know last season one is wasn't his best. But. They didn't exactly give him much of a chance to be fair either. He had very few minutes. Yeah I I, I, I would have liked to see him hold on for another season. Exactly. Mhm. Or at least send him out on loan to like somewhere else in La Liga and see how he progresses in the league he's going to be playing in, you know? Yeah. Instead of Russia. Right, right. (laughs) 
All right, so for match day two, the upcoming fixtures in um, the English Premier League. Let's see, Steven, uh, Manchester United's up against Wolves. Um, what uh, what are you thinking for this match? How what's do you feel confident? Well, not too confident because Wolves they are one of the teams that kind of have to watch out for at least for making Europa League spot. Yeah, They've, they play the top six so well every time they they come up against yeah, them. Yeah. Um, did they lose one game against the top six? Uh, something like that last year. Yeah. yeah. They're solid. Yeah. So, I mean, great manager. Made a lot of signings this summer. Tenardi. I mean, Europa League squad. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it'll be tough. It's a way also. think we can do it if we can perform like we did in the second half today. All right. Uh, so, uh, scoreline prediction. Uh, I think we'll win 2-1. Say Martial, Rashford, again getting the goals. All right. And uh, Chelsea coming up at 11.30 on Sunday have Leicester City. Uh, Will, how do you feel about this one? Opportunity at redemption. Um, <laughs> like I said, the first game I knew, especially against United, and still a quality side despite everything they've gone through. We knew that was going to be a tough match. This Leicester City match, it's going to be a little tricky, but I think much more feasible than... Um, than the United match to get a result. Right. Um, like I said, this Leicester side, under Brendan Rodgers, they could be a sleeper. Mm-hmm. But um, it's still early. They've still got to try to kind of get things together. So this, it, this is a perfect opportunity to play a side like this. And um, hopefully for the younger players, well, with Lampard in charge, I think he can get them to put this match behind him. Like, with the United, like, okay. It's done. It's yeah. done. Welcome to the Premier League. Let's move forward. Uh-huh. But... Uh, Prediction? I'd say pro- this could be a, I'd say a one-one. One-one. Yeah. Chelsea need a, a definitely a solid number nine. To, that's going to be critical to, to see say, that. hey, this is my spot. I want to start every week. You know, because they haven't had that for a long time. They have had plenty of wing options. With obviously Hazard's been their their go-to. But I guess more to that point, do you think Pulisic is an adequate replacement for Hazard, or do they have? Does he have to share the load with Colm Hudson Odoi to? Obviously, Hazard's shoes are very big to fill. I think that's what you just said. That's going to work out because I want people to understand that Pulisic is not Hazard 2.0. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's <laughs> he's a good player, but to put don't don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. He's not. He's it's someone that we shouldn't. Like, you know, fans should not just underestimate. Just he's not some random American player. We just you know that Chelsea just plucked out of nowhere. Right. He's been over in uh, Germany for for quite some time played and trained with some world-class talent yeah played played in the Champions League League, yep so I mean he's more than ready it's just don't put that burden of Hazard on him just let him play his game Mm -hmm. but um yeah once him and Hudson-Odoi well once Hudson-Odoi gets back healthy right yeah like you said I think those two will probably those that will probably be these those will be the established wingers moving forward Mm -hmm. I think um Everyone's kind of looking most forward to the Manchester City Tottenham game coming up as far as the uh, match day two fixtures go. Um, really strong teams who are probably going to be in, like we were talking about earlier, in the top three uh, towards the end of the season, you would think. Um, Steven, who wins? Uh, why? Can't go against City. Uh-huh. Um, I think it'll still be fairly comfortable. I'm say, I'll say 3 1. Uh, I mean, it's at City to begin with. And Tottenham still without Deli Alley. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can control midfield as much. 
Man City's so, I mean, their squad is so deep. They, they really are. That, I mean, when you can bring Aguero off the bench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of, I mean, it is hard to bet against them. Yeah, they really, I mean, they didn't lose like any big names besides the company, I guess would be a big one, but they held on to Sané. They replaced Fernandinho with uh, Rodri, who's definitely, they needed someone a bit younger in that position going forward. So it's hard to see where they've really gotten a lot weaker than they were last season. they got Cancelo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're always going to spend money. Um, Do you see anything going differently, Will? Do you think Tottenham have uh, any chance? I'm going to have to agree with that scoreline. Um, just when you watch the um, City play against West Ham, yeah, uh-huh. it's like they never, they just picked up where they left off. They picked up where they left off. They were right. just same old City. Um, again, like you said, you can't really, you look around that field, it's like, okay, where could you say they got weaker? And even with Leroy Sané being hurt, mm-hmm. they'll still be okay. Yeah, still have Mares. Um, <laughs> You know, Jesus. And you said Mars. I totally forgot about him. And it's just, yeah. it's, just, <laughs> yeah. and it's Bernardo like, Silva could play up there sometimes and they could fill the midfield with one of their other hundreds. <laughs> Not hundreds, just, but I mean, they're, yeah, it's ridiculous to have, how deep they are. I mean, I can't really see unless like things just really, really go. I'm talking like just players getting injured left and right. Mm-hmm. I can't really see how they're going to like this season. How can they, how can they not win them? Yeah. And you got to think. City played most of their last season without their best player. And De Bruyne? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, was, yeah. I mean, to have him back is just... Yeah, I mean. it's true. He wasn't... He, I forgot he was out for most of that season. Yeah, that, yeah. Just, that just says it all. And, and you ridiculous. got to see how good Bernardo Silva was because you know, he yeah. all that play time that he picked up, he was amazing last season. So, they're yeah, they only really, they only really got stronger. Uh, anything happened this week that you guys particularly want to talk about you found interesting? In any of the leagues or upcoming, anything you wanted to mention? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm looking forward to the Bundesliga. Um, yeah. One team I'm going to keep my eye on is RB Leipzig mm. for two reasons. Um, we uh, loaned out Ethan Ampadu, so I want to see how, oh, he, yeah. how he progresses. And, okay. of course, American um, Tyler Adams. Tyler mm. Adams, yeah. And uh, also want to keep an eye out for um, – do a little scouting. Um, <laughs> Upa Makano, center back for RB Leipzig and – French Youth International, mm-hmm. who's a lot of people have been keeping their eye on him. And I've seen a few games. He's not a bad center back. He, and he's young, too. He's like 21, 22, somewhere around there. Okay. So just I want to keep an eye on Leipzig. Or, uh, yes, RB Leipzig. And also they've got, you know, Julian um, Nagelsmann, mm-hmm. who's someone I've been a fan of over the years. Young guy. He's 32, managing. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's some players who are, um, plenty of players who are older than that. So looking forward uh-huh. to that, definitely. And then, you know, the, I've, I'd say over the probably the past year or so, I've become a Bundesliga fan because it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, fun, it's, it's a fun league to watch. It's like, uh, I mean, apart from Bayern winning it all the time. But, um, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's a good mix of the, the English physicality and some of the Spanish technical side. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good, good league to watch. But definitely that's, that's what I'm looking forward to, the Bundesliga, once uh, that gets going. Cool. You think uh, anyone has a shot at dethroning Bayern? Uh, you know... Dortmund had a pretty decent season last. They got year. really close. They did. It'll, <laughs> well, they almost got close. They dropped kinda. the ball. Like <laughs> yeah. I'd say, and, and, and mind you, that was a pretty young side too. Like a pretty right, like, yeah, inexperienced side. And their manager, uh, Lucien Favre, they got him over from Nice. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching um, when, what was it when Liverpool and Dortmund came and played last summer. There's yeah, pretty yeah. pretty decent team. They had um, I think the only they lost um, one of their defenders to PSG. And uh, another, they almost lost another defender, uh, Dan Axel uh, Zagadu. 
mm-hmm. pretty uh, another young French international, um, someone who's highly sought after. But um, I'd have to say it's probably them, and especially with uh, Jaden Sancho, he's. I mean, he put Christian Pulisic out of a job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's probably the only realistic team I could think of that could give Bayern, especially Bayern, still haven't really got it together. I mean, yeah, another team they lost. Um, Ribery and uh, Robbery. Uh, yeah, Robbery. Robin, yeah. Robin and uh, yeah, Robbery. <laughs> well, that, yeah, yeah. That was, actually that was their nickname. Yeah, Robin oh, okay. and, uh, Arian Robin and uh, Frank Ribery. Robbery. Yeah, that uh-huh. was, yeah. But they lost. I mean, to be fair, I mean, they were up there in age. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought Sané would have fit really well there. I was kind of hoping he would go, actually. I think everyone was. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're also trying for Hudson Adoy. <laughs> at one point, so <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I think they finally gave up. Yeah, yeah, they tried. They tried on that a couple different times. They tried for a while. I'm glad uh, Frank was there to be like, no, <laughs> and this, this guy's legit. Give him, give him no. some time. <laughs> so you go back. So yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of why I was glad to see Sorry go last season because uh-huh. I felt he begrudgingly played the youth. Right, right. And let's say he did stay. Could he have convinced Colin Hudson Adoy? to stay or would he be a Byron player right now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, it, you know, that was just, that was a weird season. It was a very, (laughs) it was, yeah, for it to be, it was very frustrating, very confusing, but we managed, you know, we managed to win a trophy and secure champions league spot. But, um, I don't know. I remember when you Eden Hazard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember when we first appointed, sorry, I think I was, I just, I didn't feel comfortable with it. Especially uh, not to mention, what was it mid-July when we finally appointed him? Right, yeah, it was really close to the beginning of the season. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it felt like everything was just kind of thrown together overnight. Mm-hmm. And as frustrating as that, that just his, I mean, to be fair, we didn't really necessarily have the resources either, especially up front, but it was frustrating to watch at times. It's just, and he wouldn't change, and it was just... Yeah, yeah. That's, it was only to when, like, Chelsea's fan base got to, like, a splitting point of, like... If you, we don't see Ruben Loftus Cheek in the next match, exactly. we're gonna go off on this guy. And then the very next match, he played Ruben Loftus Cheek and Colm Hudson Adoy, and they won and they played really well. So uh, yeah, I agree with you. He, I think it was kind of he felt forced to do it. And if it was his choice, he would have picked Jorginho in all eleven places. <laughs> uh, yeah, but was it his choice or is it Kepa's choice? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I remember watching that team. match. It was you know. Everything up to that point was, you know, it was a pretty, we, we held City pretty well. Yeah. And then you see that happen. I'm like, I was, I'm thinking to myself, I was like, wait, is this, is this really happening? Like, I was just, I've never seen anything like that yeah. before. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, Kepa Arizabalaga, Chelsea's uh, goalkeeper, refused to be subbed off um, in a match against Manchester City last year. Um, to the point where they already had the, they had their backup like ready on the sidelines and they were calling him over and he was just like, nope, I'm, I'm not going to go. Uh, yeah, so, sorry, I interrupted you there. Continue. Oh, uh, yeah, poor Willie Caballero. I felt bad for him because yeah, he, he's right. ready to go. And, and then you, you get so little opportunity. And one of the staff members are kind of consoling him. And it's just, I was like, ah, it was, it was the craziest, like I said, yeah. craziest thing I've ever seen. And, and they were subbing him off because, like, apparently he's supposed to be like a free kick expert and they were about to go to penalty. Exactly. That's what, I was gonna, that's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, I bet you, had they swapped, had they um, made the substitution, we probably could have won that on penalties. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he played with those guys. So, I mean, he probably could have telegraphed it pretty well. Like, you know, made a decent amount of saves. But instead, we got the Kepa show. Uh, Steven, anything in world football you wanted to make a point on? Um, I like to watch 
uh, a lot of things about the U.S. national team and mm-hmm. uh, see all their players that are playing overseas. Yeah, not as much in the MLS, but <laughs> um, I think the one thing I did find troubling was uh, I think our best keeper is Ethan Horvath. Mm. Uh, I don't think Zach Steffen's that good. Yeah, um, he's at Club Bruges. Mm-hmm. Kept clean sheet against Tottenham and Dortmund in the uh, Champions League last year. And, I mean, I know Steffen got his move to City, but honestly, you'll probably never see a minute <laughs> at oh, Manchester yeah. City. Oh, I would be shocked <laughs> if he did, yeah. Uh, so, um, I thought Horvath, I mean, his last start, he did make one bad mistake, but, you know, he's still young. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Club Bruges go inside Mignole. <laughs> Simon Mignole. I, he's not the best <laughs> of keepers, but... He's not curious. Yeah, he's not curious. <laughs> he is uh, uh, slightly better than curious, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've seen already in their first two, I think one was a, a Champions League qualification and one was their first game of the season, they already replaced Horvath with Mignole. And really? They, That's, yeah. they didn't they either beat or draw Atletico Madrid in the Champions League? Yes, yeah, they drew with zero Horvath? zero with Horvath and goal. That's crazy. And I think they totally pulled the Belgian card on that. <laughs> I, they did. That's yeah. That's I like think that's total Belgian bias. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I'm hoping. Menule becomes Menule again, and <laughs> well, he's got it. <laughs> in or, him. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely has it in him. So I'm hoping Horvath can start for us because yeah. I think he's our best chance of keeper for the next World Cup. Cool. So now it's time for a full track for our artist of the week. Quick, you've heard a bit from him earlier. Here's a track off his latest release, an EP called Where There Isn't, now streaming on Spotify. He'll be performing live on September 27th at Snug Harbor in Charlotte, North Carolina. Let's take a listen. This is Points by Quick. Pick a card, any card that you want to pick apart. Oh, you want a bigger part? I'm a little lost. Play the game from the start, then maybe we can talk. But you ain't gonna try, so you ain't got a shot. Tell me where you put the ball. Do you got a point? You ain't got a point. Viewers got a point. Who you gonna call? Used to have a point to a lot of point. Poop a lot of point. You ain't gonna start. They told me, handle this with care. How hard get the handles in the car? Bypass these steps and any stairs. In the escalator, was I just to start? Press play to get the custom. Mustard stirred up some confusion. Houston, it seems you got a problem. They don't foresee a way to stop them. Options of any infinity up. No limits on space and time. You ain't gotta worry about wasting mine. Still made it if I'm late or not. Paint drips from the main to light. Maintain and it came to cop. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Hold up, hold up, hold up, backed up to the shoulder, shoulder, shoulders. No clue, don't know what, know what, know what. Tell it like it is, quarter, quarter, quarter. Appreciated by the poem, poem, poem. Show them, show them, show them how it sounds. Not a single motherfucker coming closer. Close shop up just to keep it count. Let a motherfucker bounce. Let a motherfucker bounce. What I gotta do to get by? What I gotta do to get hot? What I gotta do to get fat? Tell me what you did to get yours. What I gotta do to get mine? Damn, I don't really wanna use force, but I know I'm running out of time. Damn, I've been told I gotta save the course, but I never caught it in the knots. Damn, only throwing shade cause I shine. What I gotta do to get through? What I gotta do to get by? Always had a problem when I choose. Never really trying to decide. Damn, how you gonna tell me about my life? Yeah, 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 yeah. What I gotta do to get by? What I 
I gotta do to get high? What I gotta do to get by? Tell me what you did to get yours. What I gotta do to get mine? Damn, I don't really wanna use force, but I know I'm running out of time. Damn, I've been told I gotta say the course, but I never caught it in the lines. Damn, only throwing shade cause I shine. What I gotta do to get through? What I gotta do to get by? Always had a problem when I choose, never really trying to decide. Damn, how you gonna tell me about my life? Thanks for joining us for Footy Tunes. We'll be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. In the meantime, you can connect with us on social media at Footy Tunes Show. We'd love to hear from you. Just drop us a line on what you'd like to hear on your football podcast. If you're a musician that would like to feature on the show, you can reach us at footytunespodcast at gmail.com. And as always, don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for joining us. Until next week, football fans. Football fans.